Bonjour à tous, welcome to French Away Podcast. It's Jessica, but I'm on maternity leave at the moment. And in the meantime, this is your opportunity to brush up with the most popular episodes of the podcast based on the questions that you asked me uh, most frequently. As for me, I'll be back uh, with new episodes in August. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and to my newsletter if you haven't done so already, frenchaway.com.au slash subscribe, so that you won't miss uh, the upcoming episodes and the resources that I create for you. Feel free to send your questions through as always, but be aware that I may not respond as quickly as I usually do. Um, happy listening and thank you for your support. Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous. Welcome to French Your Way podcast. This is episode 73. And to celebrate summer, well, summer at least in the northern hemispheres, but like summer in Paris, I've prepared for you a series of three episodes with my best travel tips for if you stay in France. By the way, don't hesitate to use the comment section or to email me personally if you want to tell me a little bit about your travel plans and what you are or what you have been uh, visiting and uh, tell me a little bit about your experience. I'm always happy and curious to know. So in this episode, I'll cover a few aspects, mainly cultural, such as um, how many bees, so how many greeting kisses uh, you should uh, do when you greet French people. Um, we'll also um, see what types of flowers you should not bring to your French uh, host. Um, get an awareness about the most popular scams uh, where people may try to um, rip you from your money and so much more. Um, but next week and the week after, we're going to focus on uh, the actual traveling. So with uh, transport, transportation. So episode 74 will give you um, some advice on how to take the train in France and particularly the TGV. There are a few tips that I'm sure you have never um, learned anywhere else before. And episode 75 will um, uh, run you through, or maybe uh, should I say, should will uh, drive you through some uh, major world rules uh, to drive safely in France. So here we go with um, just general tips. First, uh, may not be breaking news, but uh, are you aware that the holiday times uh, in summer, uh, the summer holidays are July and August in France. So There are some, <laughs> there are two camps uh, of people, the ones who will um, always take their summer holidays in July, that was my family, we never went on holiday in August, and the other camp who were always taking their, their holidays in August, and it's kind of like, it's not really interchangeable, like people are really kind of set with their dates, they plan in, in advance, you know, in France we don't 
like people who save all the year uh, they save like literally their money and they also save um, their time like the time the number of weeks they can have off for these famous summer holidays and they tend to always go away at the same time uh, it works by um, by fortnight a lot so we were um, going in the second half of July uh, and that's it's kind of set it's really funny it's almost like yeah really two camps so that means that you know when you go on holiday like you're holidaying in your own country in France and you're going to rent um, accommodation so like a service apartment or you're going to um, on the to the camping ground every fortnight so the first um so from the first fortnight of um, July and then um, the first weekend in August and mid-August, there's going to be a major, major traffic uh, along the, um, the motorways, especially the ones going down to the south of France because it's like everybody is uh, going on holiday on that weekend because that's when their accommodation, then re their rental period starts or going back home towards the north, towards the um, towards Paris, for example. So if you plan to, like last time we went to France, uh, we modified our itinerary so we wouldn't be on these main roads during um, the weekend time because it can be pretty awful. So that's just one handy tip to know. If you want to listen to the radio, you have a bit of a, a French uh, comprehension skills, you can tune on um, 107.7 FM. This is uh, giving you like it's the, the motorway uh, traffic radio so in real time where there are accidents when where there are jams etc or you can also go to bison futé um, the website is in the show notes and they will tell you what are the best periods that is the green period um, or the worst time that's the the red period to um, plan your travel so just something to be aware of and also be aware of the, the itinerary, the route of the Tour de France, because if you are in the area when the Tour de France goes past, then there's a good chance that the roads will be uh, completely closed and uh, like you will have to wait forever, you will be delayed. So something to take into consideration. Once you arrive at your destination, if you know some French people, um, you're meeting them again after a long time or you um, get to make friends there, there's this phony uh, question of la bise. So how many greeting, uh, greeting kisses should you um, do on French people's um, cheeks? First of all, who do you kiss with? Well, I would uh, I would recommend that you wait for the French person to kiss you, um, because they know most when uh, it is appropriate. Girls between themselves, uh, it's like pretty common, but you may just prefer a handshake if between a, a man and a woman or two men together. So it depends on how um, formal or familiar the relationship is. So my question just for now is to know how many kisses we do. And um, I hear students tell me, like, do we do two or three or four? Well, 
there's no right answer and there's no wrong answer. In fact, um, this issue is so tricky that there's even a website that's just dedicated to it and it's called Combien de Bees? Um, the address is combiendebees.free.fr uh, so combiendebees.free.fr um, this is an interactive map. Again, check it in the show notes. I will put the link. Um, you just hover the mouse over the part of France that you're going to and it will tell you the tendency in that area. So um, bees in France ranges from one to five. Um, where I grew up in the Champagne region, it's more uh, four. I'm a four. So, yeah, then that leaves the, the, the problem, um, the question of knowing, like, which side do you go first? And this website is uh, actually really fun because you can um, participate into the, the poll. You can say what region or exactly which department you come from and how many kisses you do and then which cheek you do first. But really for the cheek, don't worry. Like for me, like I have a big nose I think and it's like my rule is just wherever my nose goes first so yeah just something interesting to to check out if you are in um, trouble like I mean there's an accident or uh, like a life-threatening situation or a fire you need uh, to be able to call for help and to call for help we say au secours au secours um, Secours is called is spelled S E C O U R S, and in fact, if you take the first letter, the middle letter, and the last letter, it spells S O S. The emergency phone number um, for Europe is one one two. Now, in France, you can also call uh, the 15 for the ambulance, the 17 for the police, or the 18 for uh, a fire or an accident. But in general, and now from your cell phone, 112 is uh, just easier to remember, I think. If you are traveling and you need to use your phone, I'm talking here for you of my listeners who are in Australia and in specifically Melbourne because that's the only um, thing I know about. Uh, in Melbourne Airport, you can go to Terminal 2 in the International Departures um, to Sim Corner and the address is, um, the website is simcorner.com and there you can buy a prepaid SIM card for friends. So no bad surprise and no uh, data running out uh, super fast or no like extravagant fees that you would not be aware of. So it could be a good option to get your SIM card there. Now I want to go over three words that you need to look for in France. That's um, the first one is monnaie. And it's spelled M-O-N-N-A-I-E, money. And the reason why I draw your attention on it is because it doesn't mean money. Well, it's not too far because we're talking about money. But money, la money, means the spare change. So if you um, buy, I don't know, some um, like uh, metro tickets or just a soda at a um, drink dispenser machine or you put some money in the um, in the park meter 
Just look out for sentences such as Cette machine ne rend pas la monnaie. You don't need to actually know French. I'm just giving you some handy tips to try to decipher. If you see the word monnaie, as I had spelled it, so M-O-N-N-A-I-E, and you also, in the sentence, see the word pas, P-A-S, which means not, you could assume that the machine does not give change. Uh, change. So just something to look for. Another word um, that is very tricky to know how to pronounce when you see it written, it's accueil. Accueil, A-double-C-U-E-I-L, accueil. Um, when you enter a place and you don't know where to go, look for the accueil. That's the reception, reception desk, reception office. Um, yeah. And accueillir is to welcome. The word location, which is spelled exactly like location, doesn't mean location. Otherwise, I would just not mention it. Location means rental. Uh -huh. So that can be interesting. See if there's a bike rental or a ski rental. Location de ski. For the bike rental, it will be location de vélo. Um, car rental, location de voiture. So now you know. I want to go over a few scams that are popular, like mainly in Paris. Um, the first one is the string trick. So it's, it's um, most popular in Montmartre, which is a highly touristic area. That's where the Sacré-Cœur is. Or again, um, the cafe where the movie Amélie, so the fabuleux destin d'Amélie Poulain, has been uh, shot. The string trick, there are several variations of it, but um, somebody will uh, come and tell you that they are going to do a magic, to perform a magic trick on you and ask for uh, your finger. And then they will tie a string around it and start to blah, 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 chat to you. And during that time, somebody will uh, steal your, uh, your wallet from your pocket. Another variation of it to which I have been a victim, although that was not too bad, but uh, very uh, unpleasant. Still in Montmartre, um, somebody asks, uh, like a person who seems nice at first, asks you, um, uh, can you show me your, your wrist? I'm going to, um, to make you a, a bracelet, you know, the Brazilian bracelet, the, the lucky bracelet. So you naively like just, or, or even when you say you don't have time and stuff, they kind of like, oh, it's going to take like two minutes, blah, blah, and they kind of force you. Then before you know it, the, the string is around your, your wrist and they are like making this bracelet with the thread, like cotton thread very, very quick. And they chat to you and they say like, um, like, uh, so how are you? And uh, you look really good. And uh, yes, uh, so what are you doing in Paris? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to ask you any money. I'll do that because I um, like to make people happy. Blah, blah, blah. And at the end, if you don't actually give money, they get like really mad. And I remember having been even scared by the face of um, the person who had changed from being like really nice, uh, like kind looking person to a bit of a threatening person and uh, I was there with a friend and I was like uh, saying no you said you how you would do it for free that's uh, just uh, I've never forced you actually you cannot force me I'm not giving you anything um, 
and uh, it's just a matter of principle for me and my friend um, just decided to like cut it short and say like like just leave it give it a like he gave uh, a few coins for us and then we were free to go but that was really a highly unpleasant situation there's also uh, all the gypsy uh, slash uh, bosnian kids and women who are um, especially around the train and metro stations or along the seine or, or sometimes uh, they come to see you at a cafe so uh, there are a, a band uh, of women you can recognize them with their Um, their scars on the head and also their long skirts and they will often come to you presenting a postcard on which it's written like they they are mute or they can't speak french or and they need money for their kids sometimes it's kids themselves um you feel a lot of uh, pity and you want to give them um, a little something but often they belong to a network where um like maybe like the, their passports have been taken and the money doesn't come to them but to the people who have been exploiting them so like it's a very um, ethically ethically speaking really tricky one but uh, my recommendation would be to uh, not uh, give in Now, last time we went to France, we <laughs> traveled in July. It was in July? Yes, it was in July. And so that's peak time. Remember, everybody's on holidays. And because I wanted to have a road trip and we were there for our kind of second wedding celebration and second honeymoon, I really didn't have time until we were actually in France and we were actually in the car for our road trip. Really didn't have time to... Uh, plan and book any accommodation so um yeah we were aware that we were traveling at peak time and that it may be tricky to find accommodation but we also wanted the flexibility that the road trip was giving us and during our road trip we actually ended up understanding um that if you go to the office de tourisme so the tourist office they will be able to they, they offer like um, um they're connected to all of the uh, bnbs and hotels of um, the region or the city um, that it depends on and so they, they are available to tell you in real time where there's still availability if the office of tourism is closed um they often put on the door or on the window uh in in the evening phone numbers for accommodations that are still available so that if you arrive after closing time you can still try to ring a few people and that's how we found a bed for the night on multiple occasions um, uh, a good way to discover friends is to stay in bnbs which are called chambre d'hôte um, because They really make you stay with the people. You get your your own room, and sometimes your own ba your own bathroom as well. And people will prepare breakfast for you, and they love to give you tips um, to discover the region. So it's a way to uh, live at the people, even if it's just for one night or two. It's a really lovely experience. Again, it <laughs> depends. Um, Yeah, the, 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 there's a bit of everything. When we were traveling with my husband on that road trip that I um, was telling you about, 
uh, I was raving about like, you see, we'll take a BNB, we'll take a chambre d'hôte. It's a, the, the genuine experience. It's authentic. It's fun. Um, and the first place that we stayed in was not that nice. I mean, the lady was really nice. Uh, but the place uh, was not the best uh, house in the world. And where I was absolutely traumatized is the toilets were on the landing. So yeah, at the top of the stairs. And the door was a glass door. So I mean, come on, I was traumatized. I, I, I did, I was too scared of going to the toilet because I thought like everybody is going to like kind of see through at least see the the, the silhouette or the shadow and oh, I thought that was terrible for like um I mean if you want to have uh foreigners strangers coming to your place you should at least give them a little bit of privacy but yeah we had a lot of fun so if you are invited um you make friends and you're invited uh, over to a dinner for example uh arrive on time or um, 15 minutes late but call if you are over 10 minutes late um, in some cultures uh, i know that you arrive a little bit before the time so you can help um, the the host um, prepare but in france uh, for french people that would be very stressful and put a lot of pressure on them if you were showing before the time and then not ready so just arrive on time or a little bit later and bring a gift so either a high quality wine not the cheapest one and um, you can also bring flowers but be careful with the flowers Avoid white flowers. I know in some cultures it's more for um, dead people. It is not the case in France, but it's more associated to wedding. Um, chrysanthemums. Chrysanthemums are the flowers that are um, um, associated with death in France. So avoid these as well. The reason why they are associated with death is because um, the all sense. So the day when we celebrate um, uh, the dead in France, and you can go to the cemetery to put new flowers on the grave, etc., is on November the first. So it's you know the day after Halloween. Um, and at that time in France, it's autumn, so many of the flowers are not like um, in full blossom anymore. The chrysanthemum is um, a flower that is still available at this season, so that's why they are just extremely popular. Um, avoid red roses, because red roses, unless you are madly in love, I mean, they are the symbol of mad passion. Um, and also avoid uh, yellow flowers because yellow um, in the language of flowers, in French language of flowers, it's it means that you are being cuckold. I don't know if you said that, like you, somebody is cheating on you basically, so also not nice. Last thing, it depends on maybe if you're American or Irish or it depends on your English, I guess. But if you want to ask for the toilet, really do ask for the toilette. Où sont les toilettes? If you say, um, où est la salle de bain? As a translation of where is the bathroom? Um, when you actually mean toilet, you are going to be redirected into the bathroom 
when there's actually a bathtub. These are really two different rooms. The toilet and the bathroom are most often two different rooms. So be clear about uh, where is it that you want to go. That's it for today. I hope that was not too much, too much. I tried to fit a, a lot and to speak maybe a bit faster than usual. Um, but these are mostly tips. It's not French grammar, so I assumed it would be okay. Um, share your experience, your adventures and your tips in the comments section. I would love to read them and it would be really nice to share them with other um, listeners and readers. See you in the next episode of French Away Podcast for how to take the train.